Today on Locked on A's, the A's have tendered contracts to all of their arbitration eligible players, but not all teams followed suit. Which players that are newly hitting the free agent market are the most intriguing to this guy, the host of Locked on A's? We're going to get into it. So let's get going, you guys. You are Locked on A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 395 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the A's tendering all of their players. What does that mean? Are they still trading everybody? Probably, but let's get into it. And also, we're going to be talking a little bit about the guys that are now free agents. Who is our new free agent? Who do I want the A's to go after? Because the world is their oyster. Go get whoever you want at a low-cost deal. So I'm going to be giving you guys my top five. Um, yeah, so that's that's all that. But before I get into any of that, thank you so much for making the Lockdown A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including our brand new YouTube channel. Uh, get, go subscribe over there. Subscribe, comment, like, do all those things. It's blowing up. We're getting... Tens, tens, no, ones of followers a day. So go, go subscribe. Also, uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's start today with the actual signing that the A's made. And that was uh, that, that was coming to terms with uh, reliever Diolas Guerra, who I like a lot. I'm happy that he's going to be in green and gold, sometimes Kelly green, sometimes gray. He's going to be wearing white cleats for the A's in 2022. Uh, he's going to be making $815,000, so not too much above the, the major league minimum, but that is his first year of arbitration. That's just kind of how things go sometimes. And, hey, that seems like a John Fisher price point right there, so uh, that that's nice. It's nice that we get Dulos Guerra. Wasn't really a lot of concern that he wasn't going to resign with the team, but hey, we get him, so that's nice. And uh, this is also in addition to Pinder and uh, Tony Kemp's deals from Monday. So they now have come to terms with three guys for 2022. They have three guys on their roster right now. It feels like they do not have a lot of guys on their roster, but uh, that still leaves seven guys on the A's roster because they are still on the A's roster uh, without formal contracts for 2022. They were tendered contracts, which means the A's do intend to sign them. I'm using air quotes for the people that are just listening. Uh, they do intend to give them contracts for 2022 if it comes to fruition. Uh, so, those guys that uh, th those seven guys are Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Chris Bassett, Shamanaya, Frankie Montas, Lou Trevino, and Ramon Laureano. Uh, as I said in Tuesday's show, no real surprise that contracts were not agreed upon with Olson, Chapman, Bassett, Manaya, and Montas, given that they are the A's most likely trade chips. Uh, 
I don't know why they would spend time trying to come to a contract with this with, with these guys if they plan on shipping them out in, in a month's time. So let the other team worry about it is what I always say. Uh, it, it just didn't make a lot of sense. So does that tell us anything? Not necessarily, because uh, there, there's a couple of other names that were also not given contracts on Wednesday, or Tuesday, sorry, jumping ahead of my days. Uh, and that is Lou Trevino and Ramon Laureano. Uh, and that's a, a little bit surprising, a smidge, a smidge surprising, uh, just because I do expect them both to be with the club in 2022. But at the same time, I would not be surprised if either of them got traded. Um, because if, if fair value offers come in for Ramon Laureano, who's going to be missing a month of the season in 2022, then I could see the A's being tempted to trade him too. I said yesterday that they should, uh, really, really consider uh, trading Sean Murphy. And then I gave you some some ideas on trade packages for Sean Murphy. And uh, you, you could see the, the kind of talent that he would bring back. Ramon Laureano is the same deal. His value is the second highest on the A's. And so it would make sense if the A's are getting those kinds of offers to, to dangle them out there, you know? But uh, with Lou Trevino, there is bound to be a team that would find him more valuable to their bullpen than the than the rebuilding A's would in 2022. And a deal could happen there too. It's not, I'm not saying this because they didn't get contracts for 2022 yesterday or today, if you're listening to this immediately. Um, I, I'm not saying it because of that, but I could see a world in where they do get traded because why not burn it to the ground, right? Uh, and then you can rebuild at Howard Terminal. <laughs> Does them not coming to terms on Tuesday signal that they're going to be trade bait? Not necessarily, but it could also mean that the A's are at least open to the possibility of moving them. And so that's kind of my takeaway from Tuesday's, not action, but, you know, inaction, not doing much of anything with uh, with the contract status of these guys. But Diolis Garrett is going to find himself in a lot of baseball games in 2022 because he is expected to take over the Yusmero uh, Petit role for next season. Um, and that's exciting. I like Diolis Garrett. I talked about him after that series in Arizona, and I was like, hey, this guy is interesting. And then he was interesting the rest of the season. He blew some games, but, you know, he was interesting at, at the very least, so... I, I get to watch Diolis Guerra. Get, get your Diolis Guerra jerseys now. What number was he? Uh, 48? I don't know. Um, so did we learn anything in particular uh, about the A's offseason plans from how they approach the non-tender deadline? Not necessarily. We could read into some things, but did we learn anything factual? No. Uh, but we could learn something in the coming hours because a lot of talent just hit the market and the A's could be players for one or two new free agents Coming up, I'll go over my list of guys that intrigue me the most. But first, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly, amazingly low in calories, net carbs and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. They are delicious and healthy, and they have so many flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing. Well, you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. I want all of them. Smush them together. Put them in my mouth. That's how you built bar, my friends. <laughs> and that is how Built Bar gives you the extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all of the holiday shoppers that are standing in your way of a Tickle Me Elmo. 
Or if you're standing in an endless shopping line, Bilt Bar can give you that little something extra to keep going. Go, go, go make the holiday special for somebody by having a Built Bar. And the way you get those Built Bars is going to Built.com and using promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off of your order. Go to Built.com for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow our new YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, one more time, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on every single platform you can think of. Type in Locked On A's, subscribe over there, subscribe over here, subscribe wherever you want to, any and everywhere, I, I would I would say. But uh, the first guy that I want to talk about on my list of new free agents, because they were non-tendered on Tuesday, is Lewis Brinson, formerly of the Miami Marlins, and once upon a time, the centerpiece of the trade that landed Christian Yelich in, my, in Milwaukee, not in Miami, from Miami to Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying. You guys watch baseball. Uh, the production that he's shown at the big league level isn't necessarily what intrigues me because he's hit like 225 at best. Um, but his stats have been bad. They, they've been bad. So let's not look at his stats. Let's not focus on his stats. But as recently as 2018, you know, the same year that I was touting as Brent Honeywell, you know, being a good prospect, same year, he was also a top 100 prospect. In fact, he was a top 30 prospect in all of baseball, according to the MLB pipeline, Brent Honeywell's 12th. So, hey, maybe you go after some uh, some late bloomers this offseason. You go get Lewis Brinson. You go get Brent Honeywell. You see what happens. Why not? Lewis Brinson, he's not going to cost you a bunch of money. I'll talk about that here in a second. But he has a ton. I, I think that part of why he has not blossomed into the player that we were expecting is because he was the centerpiece of that Christian Yelich deal, and he had a ton of pressure on him to succeed. The Marlins have not been good at developing hitters since they traded all of their good hitters away. You know, Giancarlo Stanton and Christian Yelich and Marcelo Zuna and JT Romuto. Since they traded those guys away, they have not been good at developing hitting whatsoever. So, Lewis Brinson wasn't getting great coaching, let's assume, and uh, he had a ton of pressure on him, so... That's got to suck. He's watching the guy that he got traded for win the NL MVP. And uh, he's over here like, yeah, this sucks. So uh, I think that a change of scenery would probably work wonders for Lewis Brinson, uh, who still has tools, mainly relying on his speed. And you know how much I love speed. I want more of it on the Oakland A's. Give me Lewis Brinson, please. Um, and the A's could probably use one more outfielder to start the 2022 season with Stephen Biscotti, Seth Brown, and Cody Thomas, the current starting trio, unless you're using Chad Pinder and Tony Kemp uh, in that mix as well. But uh, that, that's not a great starting trio. And obviously Ramon Laureano, if he's not traded, uh, would be part of that mix come May. But uh, yeah, get, you got you got playing time to go around. It does not matter what happens if you're the Oakland A's. Pick up Lewis Brinson. See what he turns into. See what happens. That's my that's my take. Um, I I know that the A's don't need an outfielder necessarily because they have a lot of 
prospects and whatnot that also play outfield, but uh, I also get fixated on prospects, and Lewis Brinson has been one of those guys that I've been fixated on for years now, and I'd love to see what he can do in white cleats, or not do. I don't know. I just want to see him play uh, every day for my team. That's what I want, but uh, the next guy is uh, somebody that I'm eyeing is somebody that I mentioned yesterday, and that is Matt Boyd, who, or Matthew Boyd, as you have to type in to all of the uh, the baseball websites, because they do not recognize Matt Boyd. I'm calling him Matt Boyd, though. Boom. If he comes to Oakland, I'll call him Matthew. Um, and he was DFA'd by the Tigers. You, you guys are familiar with Matthew Boyd. Uh, Matt Boyd. <laughs> he's not an A yet. He's still Matt Boyd in my eyes. Um, and he, he's a veteran pitcher. He's 30 years old now. He's from, I believe, Washington. Um, and he's going to be a roughly league average pitcher. Maybe he'll be a little bit better. Maybe he'll be slightly worse, but he'll be around league average. And uh, he, he's a veteran. So th those are the reasons that I think that he would be a fit for the A's. Because if the A's do end up trading Bassett, Manaya, and Montas, I think Cole Irvin would have the most experience in their rotation with the guys that they currently have right now. Because it's basically him and... Uh, James Caprillion and Dalton Jeffries, maybe? Or A.J. Pucker? Yeah, it, it, Cole Irvin has the most experience in the A's rotation. Throw in Brent Honeywell, too. He does not have a lot of Major League experience. So, yeah, Cole Irvin is the most experienced guy, and he pitched the most that he ever has in 2021. In 20, yeah, 20, 2021. So, uh, they could use another veteran, I think. So, bringing in somebody like Boyd to pitch well enough and, you know, try to, you know, extend his career and do what he's doing and get that next contract, but also coach some of their younger guys would be a solid move to help the A's start their rebuild. Uh, his chase rate was in the 81st percentile, and if you can somehow teach A's pitchers to get more guys to chase, I would love that, and uh, I think that bringing in Boyd, if he, can, if he can teach that, would be well worth it. If he can give some of his knowledge and experience to these other guys and help them not mature faster or grow faster, but, you know, it help them in their journey. That That's what I would like. So that's what I see with Matt Boyd. Uh, maybe Matthew Boyd, one of these days, is a, more of a teacher as opposed to somebody who you're relying on on the mound, being the ace of the staff. He he might end up being the opening day starter, uh, maybe. Oh, man, who's going to be the opening day starter? That's going to be a fun topic for a future episode. Uh, but anyways, uh, neither Boyd nor Brinson would cost a whole ton, I don't think. Uh, Brinson was projected to receive $1.3 million in arbitration, and my guess is that he'll end up getting somewhere between a million and one three, somewhere in that range. Uh, Matt Boyd, on the other hand, was projected for $7.3 million, which still isn't like a whole lot, but for the A's, it seems like a lot. Uh, but with him being non-tendered, I'm not sure that that number necessarily means that much. Uh, he could still feasibly sign for one year and $4 million, and I think that that would make sense for the A's somewhere in that price range. So uh, if that's kind of what he's going for, I say A's, swoop in, get Matt Boyd, make Jason happy. Uh, there are a couple of more names that have me intrigued so far, but <laughs> those are the names that have intrigued me so far, but I have a few more for you guys on the way, but first, Bet Online has you covered all season for more odds, props, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. That's code LOCKED ON, one word, all caps, LOCKED ON, right? 
I don't know why I'm making the sign for you. It doesn't matter. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. You know, with all of the football stuff happening, you want to play some bets. And you, you know where you can do that? Bet online, because that's where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow our new YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Comment, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's continue on with my list. Next up is Robert Gazelman. I think I'm saying that right. G-S-E-L-L-M-A-N. Gasselman is what it said on Baseball Reference. Gasselman. Let's go with that. Formerly of the New York Mets. You might have seen him. He has long hair. I like that. Uh, the A's need relievers and Gasselman uh, throws mid-90s and limits solid contact and exit velocities against him. I like that mix. That's a good mix. Has he been great? No. That's why he got non-tendered. But does he have an interesting mix of tools that I think that the A's can work with? I do think that he has that. He does allow a lot of contact, so there's more likelihood that a batter can run into one every now and then. But his ground ball rate was also 49.5% in 2021, and that's pretty solid. I mean, it's top 40 among relievers, and uh, it would be top, I think, 9 among starters. And he's definitely a reliever. He's not going to be starting games, but... And it was also a small sample size when he got that 49.5. But I like guys that uh, get ground balls. He may not have, he, he may not be like a, uh, quote, blow you away, shut down the opposition, ninth inning kind of guy. But um, I, I think that he could be a guy that comes in in a big spot with a runner on first when you need a double play. I think that he could be that kind of a guy. And uh, I'm not sure how much trade value that kind of a pitcher would accumulate if the A's signed him. But from a competitive standpoint, I think that Gazelman uh, would be a solid addition. So I like Robert Gazelman coming to the A's, and uh, I'd be I'd be happy if that happened. Would it be a, whoa, we're going to the World Series? No, n not a lot of moves that the A's make are going to make me happy or think that they're going to be going to the World Series in 2022. But I think it'd be a solid signing, and I'd be more intrigued by the team. Uh, next up, though, we got Chad Cool, who has a great name. It's Cool, K-U-H-L, if you have never seen it uh, spelled before. And uh, he's he's been fine for the Pirates for a number of years. And he's had some command issues, um, you know, of late. And also, <laughs> he's had some long ball issues as well, because he gives up dingers. But uh, he definitely feels like a guy that the A's would generally target and then turn him into their next big thing. Would he be, you know, a Cy Young candidate? No. But would he be at least league average? Probably. Yeah. I think that uh, pitching in Oakland helps cure everybody's pitching woes. Uh, he also throws hard, which is something that I've said it a bunch of times on this podcast. I want the A's to target here this winter. Uh, but he also hasn't thrown over 85 innings at any level since 2017. And uh, that's a bit worrisome. So with that in mind, I think that he's probably going to be a lottery ticket for some club. And if that club is the A's, 
I would like to see what he could do coming out of the bullpen on a consistent basis. He tossed 13 and a third innings out of the bullpen last season to the tune of a 6.75 ERA, so not great. But let's see what he can do over the course of a full season when the stakes are just not very high. Uh, they, they were even lower in Pittsburgh. But hey, let's see what Chad Cool can do. Uh, just trying to stay healthy as a reliever in the Oakland A's bullpen. I think that he'd be an interesting guy. Uh, maybe he's another bolt guy who can give you two or three innings every now and then. Maybe they can piece together an interesting club. Uh, the final guy on my list is somebody that I do not know a ton about, but in reading through uh, MLB trade rumors list of guys that were non-tendered, I was like, hey, who's this? And then I looked him up. I was like, hey, that's interesting. I want that guy now. And that, that guy that I'm talking about is Jose Castillo, formerly of the San Diego Padres. Castillo has not pitched due to injury since uh, 2019. So he's had Tommy John. He's been, you know, working his way back. But he was throwing mid-90s with an 83-mile-per-hour slider when he was last in the big leagues in 2019. And uh, he had a pretty solid 2018. I keep going back to 2018. Let's rebuild glory. <laughs> Get me all of the best players from 2018. That is the 2022A squad that I want to see. <laughs> but if he's healthy, I think that he would be a very, very nice, let's see kind of a guy for the A's with, why not take a chance on him is kind of what I'm going with. Uh, kind of like selecting somebody in the Rule 5 draft, but uh, he has a little bit of big league experience, which I like, and there are no stipulations where he has to stay on the A's roster all season long in order to remain in the organization. So he'd be like a, a, a better rule five pick is how I see Jose Castillo. Um, so those are my five guys that I have seen hit the free agent market that I am interested in right now. Uh, who intrigues you the most? Who of these five guys intrigues you the most? Did I miss your favorite player? Hit me up on uh, on Twitter at Locked On A's, or if you're on YouTube, comment down below. Let me know who you are eyeing to be the A's new new uh, signee, I guess, uh, before the CBA lockout freeze begins in about 24 hours. So that'll be fun uh, as I'm recording this in 24 hours. Um, but that is all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making the Locked On A's your first lesson of the day. Now go make Sully and Locked On MLB your second lesson. He's going to be talking all about the CBA and all about the non-tender deadline. He has you covered for everything baseball. And Locked On MLB is also free and available on all platforms. Wherever you find Locked On A's, you can find Sully and Locked On MLB. But that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time... Go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.